Uh, really highly anticipated Village Vice uh, as Woo! we wrap up the week. He is Zach Blackerby. I'm Brad Law. And since last we were with you guys, uh, the coaching staff has changed significantly. Uh, Carnell Williams, Zach Etheridge, no longer a part of Auburn's coaching staff. Zach, your initial, we'll, we'll get into a little more of the detail, but I don't want to get just your initial thoughts on uh, this news. One item that broke on Thursday night and the other on Friday morning. Yeah, obviously, Cadillac Williams resigning Thursday night. Zach Gethridge, news breaking that he's going to take a job at Houston to be their corners coach or defensive backs coach. And so we'll see exactly how those two things transpire for those two gentlemen, those two Auburn men. My initial reaction was, okay, like this has been talked about for weeks, maybe even months, depending on how plugged in you are. And so my initial reaction was like, okay, here's when he's doing it. All right. Um, you wait until your players are enrolled for a few days to make it harder for them to leave. I guess I don't. I don't know. That's the only. That's the only thing that I can really come up with as far as the timing. But as far as these two coaches no longer being on staff, obviously you love what Carnell Williams did as the interim head coach after Brian Harson was let go. We'll all remember that Texas A and M game. I've got a picture a canvas mm. behind me of Carnell Williams running next to Tank Bigsby that uh, the Auburn Daily photographer Eric Sterling took. It, it's an incredible shot. It is an incredible moment. And Cadillac was a beacon for Auburn fans during that time. We all rallied around him. And what a perfect guy that was to do that. As far as what he did this past season, I do think there were questions in regards to his ability to recruit at a high level. And the narrative had formed of how good of a recruiter he was. But when you look at the guys he's actually brought in, that's not really, that doesn't really match. And to be a running backs coach, usually the running backs coach on a staff is one of the better recruiters. So I do think that was something that was discussed internally mm -hmm. and something that Hugh Freeze paid attention to. Zach Gethridge, an incredible recruiter, and I think a really solid quarterbacks coach. And I think Auburn's corners got better every single year that he was here. And obviously that's an incredibly important position as modern offenses continue to throw the ball more and more. But I do think there was miscommunication in regards to how things wanted to be processed on the recruiting trail, as well as some personality stuff that we've already talked about a little bit on Village Vice. So um, I think this is going to come as a shock to a lot of Auburn fans. And just based off of message boards and social media, uh, the voice of the Auburn fan right now, there's some concern, Brad. There's a little bit of panic, but this has been in the works for a long time, and I don't think Auburn fans should feel any sort of panic or that things are falling apart because that's not the that's not what's happening. Yeah, typically things like this uh, don't just happen suddenly. This th this industry is too big, and there are too many moving parts for things like that to happen suddenly. And so I, I tend to agree with you, despite, by the way, what the folks in Tuscaloosa will tell you about when that decision was made. Nothing like this happens suddenly. I think it's a both and situation. Um, I don't want to tell anybody how they should feel. People can feel however they, they want to feel, but mm -hmm. I think it's possible to both really appreciate and admire uh, both Zach and Carnell from a personal perspective. Both have had to uh, overcome tremendous challenges and adversity 
Uh, we know their stories. Um, and if we don't, it doesn't take that long. Like they're not hidden stories. You can go find them pretty easily. Um, and, and to admire them as players, to admire and be grateful for the work that they did as coaches yeah. and to wish them the best in whatever other opportunities they're going to pursue, whether it's in coaching, out of coaching, different schools, what, what have you. Um, and also to be excited to see what happens next. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what in life, uh, it, our world is like 10% what happens and 90% what now, what next, all right? Where do you go from here? Mm -hmm. And if the head coach has a vision for where he wants to go from here, he gets to see that vision out and you can be excited about that and also, you know, be grateful for what these guys who had tremendous playing careers at Auburn did when they were members of the staff. Yeah. Yeah. I think now there being a running backs coach opening, I think it makes Derek Nix the off. Uh, he's, he's wide receivers coach at Ole Miss right now, but he was running backs coach there for, I think it was like 11 or 12. It was a long yeah, time, long time, Brad. I think he will be Auburn's next offensive coordinator. I think he will also be the running backs coach. I think that's mm -hmm. how you're going to see that responsibility stack up. I think you're going to see Chris Kiffin come in. That allows Charles Kelly to coach defensive backs. There's a lot of rumblings about Coach Wesley McGriff returning to this Auburn coaching staff. There was a lot of talk about him taking a job at A&M, but a lot of folks reporting that he has not signed anything official mm -hmm. with Texas A&M kind of think he saw that this was coming. And so they said, hold on. So um, I've seen a few mods on different folks kind of report the same, or different sites say the yeah. same thing. So um, there's a lot of smoke in him returning. So, I mean, you think about the potential outlook of this with Charles Kelly coming. I mean, this, this staff is going to be loaded as far as recruiting on the defensive side. And now I think even the offensive side with the addition of Derek Nix. So I see what Hugh Freeze is doing. Yeah. I absolutely see what he's doing. Um, some Auburn fans are going to be frustrated by the news of the last 24 hours, and you can be. Like you said, we're not telling you how to feel, but all of this does make sense. When you see these mm -hmm. coaches that exceed, I think, at a high level, and they take jobs elsewhere that aren't as good of jobs, like Zach Etheridge taking the Houston job, or Ron Roberts going from Auburn, D.C., where Auburn had a really good defense last year and taking a linebacker's job at Florida. Um, you got to think that it's, uh, hey, you let's try to find you something mm -hmm. somewhere else, opposing to just cutting ties and letting go. And I think that's advantageous to both parties. I think that's why this took so long. Brad, I also do think the timing is strategic from, you know, the transfer portal window closing and all of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's kind of my reaction to all of it. We can't go as deep as um, some folks may want us to, but yeah. I do think this was the best move for the future of the Auburn football program. At, at the end of the day, in every single relationship dynamic, it doesn't matter if it's business, so if a professional relationship or a personal relationship, if you're not completely in lockstep, hupo tasso on going in the same direction, in the same way, at the same pace, then you're, you're really doing a disservice to yourself and the other entity 
by continuing on. So like if guys want to. And Brad, I'm sorry. So I just want to make sure people don't hear you. Yeah. Say mishear you and misconstrue what you're saying because I'm seeing this narrative a lot pop up already. You're not saying that he and Hugh Freeze didn't get along. Correct. Because there's this narrative that like Hugh Freeze hated Caddy because they didn't, because the team liked Caddy more. One, I don't think it's true. No. And two, like, I just want to clarify, like, that is not what you're saying as far as like not being in lockstep. Right. Th thank you for that. I, yeah, no, I appreciate that. No, but, but the statement from Carnell talks about wanting to pursue other opportunities. Zach is going to Houston there. What, whatever the case may be, um, you, you have to benefit both parties. Like I've seen a little bit of, well, if, you know, why don't you work harder for, to, why do you let guys leave? Well, if, if guys want to leave and you work to keep them eventually, and again, I'm kind of talking more in generalities here than, than I am specifics. Okay. Um, I, that doesn't serve them or you best. So at the end of the day, the head coach, I, and again, I'm thinking more of, you know, the scenario you laid out. It's logical to me. I'm not, you know, I'm not a reporter. I don't have some of the, some of the same reporting, you know, contacts and sources and, and things like that. But what you laid out makes a lot of sense. It's logical. They've worked together. You know, guys have worked together in the past. They have different kind of ties, connections. Um, Derek Nix, by the way, was on the staff at Ole Miss when Hugh Freeze was there. Right. As the head coach, he was running backs coach there. Um, Chris Kiffin was there at the same time. As right. Well, as the yeah. coordinator. Right. So there's familiarity that exists there. So at the end of the day, the head coach gets to build his staff and gets to move forward the way he thinks is best. Yep. That's that's the way that works. That's the way that has to work. Right. Yeah. Today's show brought to you by our friends at mybookie.ag. MyBookie is the best place to wager on all of your sports action. They've got parlays. They've got live game betting, same game parlays, lines, futures, everything you could possibly want. As a sports fan in sports better, they've got it over at mybookie.ag. Right now, you can make a free account, check out all their lines and Okay, once you're ready to, to to cash in, because look, if you watch this show, you're a genius. Just do the opposite of what we say, and you're going to make a lot of money over at mybookie.ag. Use promo code next round when you make that first deposit. Mybookie.ag. Use promo code next round. Mm -hmm. You'll get some extra money to play with, and we promise you'll have a great time. It'll be fun. It'll be yes. fun. Right. Mybookie.ag. So, in regards to, I guess, the next steps that's happening mm -hmm. is. I think the coordinator hires come on. I still believe there'll be Derek Nix on offense. And I think the defensive coordinator will be Chris Kiffin. We'll see what happens with the Texans and the Browns this weekend in the playoff game. And then after that, I, I think Wesley McGriff returns to this staff. Charles Kelly will be formally announced as co-DC and safeties coach. And I think at that point, you've got to feel really good about the makeup of this staff. I think it's a great combination of guys that can get it done on the field and really pound the recruiting trail. Yeah. Um, every domino that falls gets you a little bit closer to all of the dominoes finally being on the table. Nice. And, and yeah, I mean, that's, 
uh, kind of elementary, I guess, but that's, it, it is. It's, the way you worded it, though, was elite. I mean, <laughs> it sounded so epic. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm eloquent with my nonsense. That's a, that's a big selling point. Um, and there is an element of comfort that comes with that. Yeah. Um, you know, qu questions and, and what's going to happen at this position or that position. We, we are today a little bit closer to that and that's good. Um, I'm sort of halfway monitoring social media and news feeds as we record, because is it possible that some of this happens you know, between the time this show is posted and the start of the weekend. Sure. It's, it's possible. Right. Yeah. Um, so um, can we talk a little bit about Zach? Uh, and I didn't tell you that, that we were going to do this, but uh, since we were last with the people, Auburn's added a big offensive tackle. That's true. Yeah, that's true. In, in the midst of the coaching news and in the midst of all of the other like pandemonium that's out there, in in the uh, in the country in terms of uh, of football coaches auburn got a big 68 345 pound offensive tackle big percy lewis percy lewis and, and let's incorporate him a little buy sell buy sell of course is brought to you by our buddy ross kilpatrick with exit realty anchor south give him a call at 334-402-0028 you need a house he's got you covered you buying or selling that the okay the starting offensive line now, left okay. tackle, Percy Lewis, left guard, Dylan Wade, Whew. center, Connor Liu, right guard, I'm going with Jeremiah Wright right now, and then okay. at right tackle is Davian Miller. You buying or selling, that's the starting offensive line. Oh, boy, that's a compelling – that's compelling for an offensive line. Um, the really biggest toss-up is probably right guard. Yeah. I think I feel pretty good about those other four. Yeah, I do too, and, and I don't want to, like – so when I say buy, and I'm going to buy this, uh, that doesn't mean I don't think that all the, and I think there's a multitude of guys who will be battling. I agree. For, for that spot. Sure. Uh, that's not to discount them in January. All right. I shouldn't have to clarify that, but I get, but I will. Um, I did, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Jeremiah Wright, I, that's, ex think about that for a minute. You start the season with that offensive line. There's a lot of confidence there. It's a lot of beef. Yeah, a lot do of you buy that. Uh, I do buy it. Yeah, I do buy it. Other guys to kind of keep an eye on: Jaden Muskrat and Tate Johnson. I think will be in the battle for both of those guard spots. Yeah, Seth Wilfred, the JUCO player. I think he'll be a backup tackle, but still, um, we said that about a Xavion Miller a year ago. Yeah, and then another guy, Tyler Johnson, at tackle. We yeah. keep hearing incredible things about him from this coaching staff. So. Lot, lot of and, guys. I mean, all of a sudden, there's depth on the offensive line. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's and, exciting. And if we're talking August 31st starting line versus you know sometime in October or November, is it possible that you put DeAndre Carter in that at some point? Again, I just I go back to him starting since his ninth grade year at the top high school program, arguably in the country. He's and good. I, I think he's got a lot of savvy and seasoning already to him as he comes to campus. He's good. Absolutely. All right. Are you buying or selling that Auburn's coordinators next year will be Derek Nix and Chris Kiffin? <laughs> I think it makes a lot of sense because of the familiarity with, with the head coach. And both are stars at recruiting. Um, I, I think it makes the most sense. So, yes, I will buy. Are you buying or selling any commits of either portal or high school happening this weekend? There, There's a handful of kids, both via the portal. Those are a little kind of 
there, there's different reports on those guys, but then there's several recruits, a lot of four-star 2025 kids coming in. Uh, they're going to the basketball game. Most of them will be at the basketball game, which we'll talk yeah. about in a second. Uh, that's obviously going to be a selling point too, just the energy and and the love for Auburn that they'll be able to see and feel. Uh, you buying or selling any commitments this week? I will sell. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> really? We're on the same clearly, page here. I, I was trying to. Clearly. I was. I was trying to talk you up a little bit so yeah. you would buy it so we could differ on something, but I guess not. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really. I, I don't know why, other than maybe I, I think there's going to be a lot of energy put into getting those dominoes, you know, flat on the table and and kind of finishing the staff. I mean, the first domino has to fall before all the dominoes are on the table. Yeah. Um, I think it was Nietzsche so we'll, that we'll said see. that, actually. Yeah. Okay. Nietzsche. Got so, it. So, yeah, I, I think I'll sell that. for, And I don't really have a lot of logic to back it up. I just think that... that How many dominoes are on the table, Brad? I think Is at there... this point... Oh, there's probably a dozen or so that are still on the table at this point. Got it. Are they still falling, though? Oh, yeah. Well, they're leaning. They're in motion. Like yeah. we're we're talking we're like halfway through the fall. I got yeah. you. You're looking at the slow motion. It's like the yeah, like the 32k camera. Very slow. Yeah. But as long as they all get uh flat on the table, that's all that really uh <laughs> that's all that really matters. That's all that really matters. Sure. All right. Uh are you buying or selling that a Wesley McGriff or some other position coach is hired and made official by Monday? Buying or selling? I think I'll buy that. I think I will too. Yeah. I think I will too. I, I think I buy that again. I, I think now that these moves have started, you'll see the rest of them fall into place. Yeah. You'll see little, some of these dominoes fall flat on the table. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's huge. And I'm talking about the old school black and white ones too. Not these newfangled like tile that are white with the colored dots. I don't know. Black and white. Did you like, just get off my lawn with dominoes? Yeah. Oh, 100%. that's what you just did? No, I'm talking about my grandfather, Daddy Bob, in a cigar box with a box full of these black and white plastic dominoes. That's yeah, and like, and there's no way they all were like still in the box. Like you know, you're missing like four or five of them. Of course, yeah. yes, but they filled the box. They they filled the old. Uh, you there, know, there's a little space. There's a, like you could shake them around. It's like, mm, yeah, we may be missing some here. Sure, missing some here. Yeah. Uh, are you buying or selling that Wesley McGriff is the most likely to be named this weekend? Oh, man, that's tougher. Um, well, if you think it's Kiffin, don't you have to wait until the Texans play their game? But what, what if the Texans win? Yeah. I don't really know that you – well, I don't know. Maybe that's a side. So last thing. year, and this is a small sample size, and it was a totally different situation, but – they announced the coordinators like back to back. Mm -hmm. They announced Montgomery and Roberts like within like an hour. It may have been yeah. less than that. You got to think he'll want to do that again. Unless it, if Houston goes on this run, which with CJ Stroud doing what he's doing, like that's totally yeah, on the table with the rest of these dominoes. Do you think, do you think that they go ahead and announce Derek Nix or whoever the offensive coordinator is before the defensive coordinator, or are we just kind of in limbo until the Houston Texans season is over, assuming it is Chris Kiffin? You know, I've got to think that I, – no, I think coordinators will be announced before other positions. I, I think it's a trickle-down or it's a top-down. Is that situation. why Charles Kelly hasn't been announced yet, you think? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Okay. Yeah. I, again, I just – I think that makes sense. So, 
Yeah, so I will sell that that it's a position coach that's named before a coordinator. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Do you, you think so, or, or do you buy that? I think if Houston wins, they will announce the OC higher next week. Okay. I, you just can't wait on that. Yeah. You mean, the, you, you, don't, you mean the DC higher? No, because I don't. if it's Kiffin, you can't announce it until his season's done. Right, but you can announce an OC hire today if you want it. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I think I think he's going to wait to see if we can do them together. Yeah. And then if they can't, I think an OC hire is named next week. That's what I'm I saying. I see. I, I got. But you, if I, Houston I wins, if Houston loses, I think they're both announced next week. So you don't see a world where they first want to make an independent announcement of the OC without the DC. You, you you think they want to if they can possibly do it. Like, it's worth waiting until Sunday or Monday. Yes, but I don't think it's worth waiting another week if Houston yeah. wins. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I hear you. I get you. Serving the Auburn area with locations in Auburn, Lake Martin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, from Auburn to Lake Martin to the Emerald Coast of Florida, contact Ross Gilpatrick with Exit Realty Anchor South for all of your real estate needs. You can call them at 334-402-0028. And uh, his office in Auburn is located at 1922 Professional Circle, Suite 202 in Auburn. You want to talk hoops? Yes. Do we have a six-pack? We do what have do we, a six-pack. Where we do you want to go next? We yeah, No, we could go. I was thinking about this, that if we wanted to, we could make this like an hour-long episode today because mm -hmm. there's, there's just so much that's going on. Um, can I get your thoughts, by the way, on Bill Belichick? Before we talk hoops, as as the resident Patriots fan. Shocking. Shocking. And the news dropping at 6 a.m. on a Thursday morning is the most Bill Belichick thing ever, by the yeah. way. No, it. Um, I mean, the writing was on the wall. I disagree with the move, mm -hmm. but clearly they they agreed upon it. And so you got to think it's the best thing for the future of the franchise. Incredible. I, I'm so glad I grew up cheering for bill belichick um what a what an incredible incredible ride but look the next guy in line gerard mayo i'm a fan of this hire mm -hmm. I, I i'm really excited about it there's all this talk about vrabel and pete carroll and all that and i just being privileged having a successful coach for like my entire life uh, for the team i care most about I always kind of judge other franchises when they hired the same coaches over and over and over again. They would just trade like failed head coaches. And so I'm glad they're taking a risk mm -hmm. on Gerard Mayo, a guy who's been in the system for a long time. I'm a big fan of that. So he becomes the youngest coach in the NFL. He's a month younger than Sean McVay. And I'm excited to see what Gerard Mayo does. Yeah, kind of a foolproof hire, quite frankly, because it is you. You go well. We know we're not gonna we're not gonna have a two point It's not Belichick two point So if 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 it works, then you're revolutionary. You know, you you went out on a limb a little bit, and it paid off. Yeah, and you're visionary. And if it doesn't work, then well, who who was going to step in and follow Bill Belichick? It's it's extraordinarily hard. Yeah. Almost impossible to be the guy that follows the guy. The Athletic reported that there's a clause in Gerard Mayo's contract this past year that he would secede Bill Belichick as head coach. Hmm. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, this this plan was in place. I'm sure it was up yeah. in the air on like when that secession would happen, but uh, I love that there was a plan. 
you got to think that impacted how Robert Kraft and Gerard Mayo approached things over the past few months. And so hopefully he uh, had a kind of a longer runway to get ready for this position. And they're going to hire a general manager, which I like. I think that's good. Mm -hmm. And if they don't draft Marvin Harrison with the third pick in the NFL draft, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's it is another example of the fact that these things typically like that that clause being in the contract. It's wild. Very rarely do things happen suddenly mm -hmm. or spontaneously. It's too big a business to do things suddenly or or spontaneously. Well, except. No, I'm not going there. Never mind. Why? Never mind. I can't. I can't go there. I was told I can't say it, so never mind. Oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done man. that. Man. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, Let's jump goodness. into the six-pack. Okay. Okay. That's that's for premium members in the future. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. You can become a member of this YouTube channel. Support yeah. the show. We're about to, we're going to, in 2024, our goal is to put up some some uh, extra content for folks who want to support the show. So yeah, become a, become a member. And um, yeah, I, I think you'll see more content coming that way. So that'll be fun. I'm sorry. I just, I railroaded that. That's the worst soft launch promotion of all time. And it's the my dominoes fault. are still falling. They're not flat on the table. Um, yet. So, yeah, that, that's right. We don't, we don't need to gather them up and put them back in the Dutch masters box just yet. Okay. Um, Here's your Village Vice six-pack. Yeah, please jump into the six-pack. Please Let's, save this. And it's just going to be SEC basketball, all right? I'm um, shocked. I'm shocked you went that direction. I thought you were going to pick some weird schools that I've never heard of before. Well, I could look, I could go Kansas and Oklahoma. That's a top 10 matchup. But mm -hmm. I'm not. We have enough compelling games in the SEC this weekend. I'm, I'm glad. I think this was the right move by you. Props to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we've got it recorded for all time. Yeah. No, I've been critical of your uh, your six-pack selections. I think it sounds like you're going to nail this one. All right. Thank you. Now the pressure's <laughs> on. Uh, all right. All these games are Saturday in the league. Tennessee is at Georgia. Bulldogs surprising people by getting off to a 2-0 and start. They went to Missouri and won yeah. and then beat Arkansas by double digits. Of course, who hasn't uh, these days? Georgia hosting Tennessee. Yeah, surprise parties are fun, but they do end, and so Tennessee is going to make sure that ends. Boy, no hesitation at all, huh? No, I don't think it's going to be close, Brad. Boy, okay. All right. I'm tempted to take Georgia just because of do your it. bravado do it. on take that. Take Georgia. Take Georgia. Yeah. Do it. What, what do I have to lose? Not a dang thing. That's um, right. I will take Georgia. I think Georgia gets it done at home, and I think they'll be the most surprising 3-0 and team in the league after Saturday. Okay. Okay. How about sixth-ranked Kentucky at Texas A&M? Kentucky's been scoring 90 points a game. Well, they average 90, but it's been a little bit of an uptick since the loss to uh, to UNC uh, Wilmington. So they're at A&M, and Aggies getting a little bit desperate at 0-2 in the league. Yeah, I do think this is a solid matchup for A&M if it works, if they can get it scrappy and physical early. I'm not expecting them to. Like this one wouldn't shock me if AM pulled this off, but I, I'm gonna pick Kentucky. Yeah. I think I probably should pick Kentucky, which will guarantee that AM will find a way to to get this done. I I think Kentucky I know I know transitive stuff is silly and we've we've discussed why it doesn't work, but I hate it. It's it's hard to watch AM at home against LSU get pushed around on the glass. 
and think that Kentucky won't come into College Station and do the same thing. Right. So I kind of believe in Kentucky this year. They're good, um, dude. They're a good team. So I will – and Kentucky already has a road win. They went to Florida and won. And so I'll, I'll, I'll pick Kentucky here as well. Okay. Okay, how about Alabama at Mississippi State? Alabama 2-0, State just upset Tennessee in Starkville mm -hmm. Wednesday night. Can they make it two upsets in a row? I don't think so. I'm taking Alabama in this one, but it'd be awesome if they uh, if Mississippi State was able to pull it off. Yeah, it's offense against defense here for sure. Alabama right. can score like crazy. Um, I think Mississippi State's only given up 10 or 11 70-point games hmm. since Chris Jans has been the head coach, so a season yeah. and a half. Got it. But two of them have been Alabama. So I, I tend to think they'll do that again. So I'll, I will go with Alabama in that game. All right. How about 0-2 against 0-2 Arkansas at Florida, who finally gets their first SEC win? It's in Florida? Yeah, it's in Gainesville. Wow, I just have a hard time imagining Arkansas, either of these teams starting 0-3, but particularly Arkansas. With it being in Florida, I think yeah. I'm going to take the Gators, man, which yeah. feels weird. I think Arkansas is the better team. They're more talented, but yeah, I'll take Florida. Yeah, if there's a chance, I think for I think the best chance Arkansas has is for Florida to still be reeling from the second half against Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. Ole Miss was really impressive in that second half against Florida back in Oxford. So if they can regroup well enough, they should take care of Arkansas, and I will pick them to do that. Do you remember that time Auburn beat Arkansas by 32 points on the road? <laughs> I do remember that. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. I also remember that time that uh, yesterday when Katie Johnson started going through Twitter and and answering tweets or posts, I guess is what they are now, and he posted the score wrong to an Arkansas fan, but I thought it was brilliant because what's the fan going to do? Correct him? Like he just posted the score. He said 81-53. So what's the Arkansas fan going to do? Nuh-uh is actually, it's actually worse than that. <laughs> so. Yeah, loser. Yeah, yeah. nuh-uh. <laughs> You didn't know what the score was. It was really a 32-point game, not 28. So oh. take that. I love it. I Put missed it that. Your, That's hilarious. Put it in your Dutch Masters cigar box and do whatever you want with it. That's right. right. Domino's still falling. They're about to be flat on the table. <laughs> and the last domino for today's show, Zach, in our Village Vice six-pack, comes your way after I tell you about Manscaped. Very quickly, you know the deal here. This won't take long. And it won't be as entertaining as it usually is uh, because it'll be quicker. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code VICE to get 20% off and free shipping. I just thought of a way I could take that, but I'll save it for next week. Uh, Manscaped is the very best in men's grooming, whether we're talking about the neck, the, the beard, the face, or we're talking about south of the border. Manscaped.com has you covered so they can have you uncovered. 20% uh, off plus free shipping using the promo code VICE at Manscaped.com. Final item in the Village Vice six-pack, Auburn against LSU, 5 o'clock Central, Neville Arena, Saturday. Um, Auburn's won eight straight by 15 or more points. LSU is 2-0. and They have dynamic guard play. Bruce Pearl is ticked off that Jalen Cook is eligible for LSU, and he will mention it at every possible media opportunity, and I love that about the Auburn head coach. What do you think? I'm taking Auburn. I'm taking Auburn. If this is in Baton Rouge, I think I'm picking differently. But 
this team isn't losing in Neville. Five o'clock tip on a Saturday. Seems like normally our home Saturday games are at 11. I love that it's a little later following Saturdays at 7.30 against Ole Miss. That's going to be ridiculous. But yeah, yeah give, me, uh, give me Auburn in this one, Brad. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Auburn has learned how to prepare and how to respond after games to prepare for the next one. And I think those are the two most important elements that this team needed to learn. They've done it. And as we will say about most of their games this year, I just think they'll outlast. They will have more gas in the tank, more dominoes that they can knock over than the other team. And so Auburn's dominoes will still be falling while the other teams are flat on the table. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, Brad, I think that about does it for today's show. It does. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. And uh, remember, everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours. Oh, 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 oh